0: And we are back, Warp and Warp Radio RadioNext.tv uh, TV at the Cool Groove site. We come to you every Wednesday from 11 to 11.50, bringing with us folks from around Indianapolis Christians who are doing good based on Titus 3, 1, 8, and 14. Do good, do good, do good. And we are glad to be able to do that. Uh, at Cominius, we cross three bridges. The first bridge is into the college area, specifically at IUPUI. We're helping young Christian college students think Christianly about their academic world in which they're in. Uh, running questions and ideas and situations by me, and I sit at tables across from Caribou Coffee on the second floor of the center where everybody's at. Yeah, the student center. Glad to be able to do that and help folks out. I also teach there, uh, and I teach with some really great faculty. Really glad to be on, on staff there at IUPUI. The second bridge that we cross is into community, which is what we're doing right now at the radio show. This is exactly what we do uh, every single week Uh, introducing Indianapolis to a whole bunch of really good folk who are doing good work for Jesus around the city. And then the third bridge we cross is into culture. I do that through lots of different means. I speak and write and teach in various venues. If you haven't done so yet, subscribe to our YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, uh, Cominius Institute, and there you can find uh, all manner of the videos that we have available our truth in two videos that come out on Tuesdays. Uh, People are real excited about that. Uh, That's been a real positive experience uh, for us. And so uh, make sure to subscribe to those kinds of things. That'll be really advantageous for you today. We have a really tr- uh, great treat in store for everybody here. Uh, we have somebody from the Central Indiana Youth for Christ with us, David Wilkins. David, thank you for being hey, here. Hey, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, it's I love honor. that. Let, let me just say, I love your hat. OK, <laughs> well, let's start you. with the hat. What's the hat? <laughs>
1: tell me. So I'm from Chicago. OK. So they gave me a name, Chicago name, way back when. Uh, so Blackhawks is, is the hat. But anything Chicago. Well, for those of you guys who are from Chicago, you know it's either Cubs or Sox. I'm a cubby. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. So
0: you're all into the red ice and everything, huh?
1: Well, (laughs) so (laughs) I tried out for hockey way back in the day. Okay. Um, Broke my thumb right before the first practice. (laughs) So the equipment went back in the bag, and I stuck to basketball. (laughs) All
0: right, all right.
1: (laughs) You still play? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I try to. And running around with these college students, I got to get back in shape. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got to start lifting, running,
0: whatever, to keep (laughs) up. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So let's just start off where you just ended. Uh, yeah. And talk about those students. Talk about what you're doing in Central Indiana for Youth for Christ. All right,
1: cool. Um, well, I just got the honor uh, to be the new director of City Life, which Youth for Christ has five different ministries. You got Juvenile Justice, City Life, Parent Life, Campus Life, um,
0: and City Life Wheels, like
1: wheels yeah. which is really, really cool. Um, so I'll be doing the City Life, which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, just focus on inner city. Um, kids, families, um, in and out of the schools, trying to gather them well, and then really try to raise up indigenous leaders so that they can mm-hmm. disciple each other sure. and create a culture in the community um, that represents Christ and love and unity and try to strengthen uh, and encourage the youth of, of today. So, Tell us what area
0: of Indianapolis you're
1: working in in particular. So around Riverside Park in LK, area. Um, so if you guys are driving down Martin Luther King Street, uh, think of me, think of us, think of the mission. Um, you guys will obviously see right now um, somewhat of a food desert. Um, it's probably one of the last parts of the inner city to go undergo um, gentrification. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see the obvious need. Um, and uh, but. God is there. He's working. There's a lot of faithful people there who have been doing ministry for a while. Um, so, yeah, so starting to see some fruit. So tell me about how I, because I'm
0: coming, you know, from the northeast corner and I go down to IUPY when I'm teaching and I'll be there on campus usually Tuesday to Thursday. Yep. So where are you in relationship to IUPY?
1: Awesome. Like right on the corner. Okay. So one of the cool things is IUPY is uh, really the corner um, that leads into kind of the Riverside Park area. Um, and the coolest part to that is how I got uh, invited to be with Youth for Christ is a year ago I was with the um, Coalition for Christian Outreach, mm-hmm. um, which is a campus ministry and I focused on IEPY's campus and just loving on college as well. And It was such an awesome welcoming to be there uh, amongst you guys and other campus ministers that are doing a great job there. Um, I saw an amazing representation of Christ there. A lot of students on fire for Christ, trying to understand the vocation, how to take Christ with them wherever they go. Um, And then literally across the street is the Riverside area, Mm -hmm. is the community, um, a lot of high schools that are in need of mentors, in need of spiritual leadership in this moldable, foundational time in their lives. So um, that really just caught a fire in my heart. So seeing how you guys have done well on campus, I'm like, so maybe we can build a bridge into the community. So getting more college students involved with what the community looks like while they're in school to prepare for uh, their futures. One of the
0: nice things that I found while I've been working on campus there is the collaborative spirit, you know, the non-compete clause, I think we all kind of abide by, we don't even think about it, honestly. Mm -hmm. We're not really there uh, to compete with each other in any way outside of helping each other. So uh, there are probably, man, I'd say maybe a dozen ministries on campus now, at least. I just met a new guy last week that's gonna be on campus from Redeemer uh, PCA church down there in the city. And, you know, that's all well and good. Uh, We really work well together. So when you find students who are asking the tough academic theological questions, you know, you can send them to me, I'll send students to you that want to perform service in the city. You know, that's the kind of symbiotic relationship we've always kind of had. Yeah,
1: it was super cool from Bible studies to just encouraging one another, um, inviting other campus ministers and their leadership to be involved uh, with uh, the student groups, um, it really is a family camaraderie. Um, and, you know, God's all over that because that's not – I don't think that's normal. I mm-hmm. think on, in a lot of instances instances on different college campuses, there is a little bit of division, a little territory of who you might be discipling. Right. But this culture, guys, if you don't know about it um, – and if you knew IPY 10 years ago, it's totally different. Um, so come and check it out we're, we're looking for folks to come and engage uh, the students mind um, also you know intrigue them with what current careers are out there uh, definitely testimonies of other generations yeah um, and just to give them mentors and, and touch points to the city so if you guys have a heart for youth they have a heart for you they, <laughs> they're they looking for you. yeah
0: well <laughs> let me just Let's just say this, you know, two, two ideas here. One is, you know, as you're inviting people down to uh, the campus, let me just remind everybody, IUPUI is a public university campus. Our tax dollars pay for IUPUI That's to be point. there. So it's really important that you re- that you realize the openness of the campus, which is generally true, you know, in many university settings. But especially in Indiana, there's an openness right. to the campus that I think maybe doesn't uh, really uh, get appreciated much. The other thing I would say, uh, along with that, since you're emphasizing vocation, is um, you know all of the people that come through this radio show. I mean, over 200 guests now, wow. uh, over four years, and I'm I'm probably pretty sure I know somebody in some vocation you know, somewhere. <laughs> <on. and> so, <laughs> but whoever you want to come speak about whatever, you know, that
1: would uh, we'll be happy to help you out. Then fantastic. Yeah, I just want to. Uh, honor you, man, for the work you oh, have you. for the kingdom. Um, th- this guy is great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know all of the letters by- behind his name, but, <laughs> you know, some people get to a point and love God, love community, but kind of get into a comfortable space mm-hmm. of I'm going to live the rest of my life like this. Well, just hearing about Mark over the last year to finally meeting him a couple weeks ago and his new pursuit is to become an adjunct professor, to not only be on campus and pour into the students there, but also get connected with the professors, the administration. And so guys like this is really putting an infrastructure for the next generation. So if you guys do have a heart at all, whether it's whatever side of the kingdom you want to play on, definitely connect with Mark, Mm -hmm. because I think he can. Um, plug you into some key people uh, to make things happen and thank you. And I didn't even pay him to say this, Okay, <laughs> There was no there was no quid
0: pro quo before the show here. No, thank you ever so much That's no, very yeah. generous. I you know, I honestly I think like you do that our real focus is who we serve Yeah, and the focus of course not only the one who has inspired us and lives with us if to we serve, serve mm-hmm. but uh, the young people and the old people, for that matter, that we yeah. serve, yeah. Uh, you know, everybody needs to get together and push on this, uh, which makes me think of that African term, harambe, you know, get, yeah. all get together and push. I love Come that. On. That's a really great line. Yeah. So, when you're thinking about, tell me about the corner of, and this place, and we can talk about theology of place even about okay. this too, which I think is imperative, but yeah. tell us about the corner where you live, where you work, where your focus is. What are the, I don't know, um, what are the spaces that you work in there? What are the needs in the spaces that you work in for those individual
1: students that might be going to school down there? You know, I'm talking K-12. Yep, yep. All right, so we're we're looking at Crispus Attics High School, uh, which is the closest to IUPY's campus, Uh, Riverside High School, of course, and then its sister school, um, Heron High School, which is a little out of... The area, but they're they're very closely related. Um, the schools themselves are structured well and got a lot of amazing leadership, teachers, uh, coaches. But there's a lot of kids, mm-hmm. and I think we're seeing the remnant of a generation without two parent or two mm-hmm. parents in the home. Yeah. Um, so a lot of single parents that are raising one to five kids and the single parent usually has two to three jobs, so there's a lot of time when the child might be by themselves, which is an equation for you know disaster. Uh, yeah. learning more about the street life than learning about what you should uh, you should supposed to be yeah, learning exactly. about. So, yeah. um, there are some needs um, in terms of. Um, we're, we're trying to identify some church spaces now in the area that we can actually gather in a big setting. Nice. Um, you know, so uh, we're looking for, for a church that could hold anything from 50 students to over 120. Okay. Because um, we're really activity-based. Um, our real attraction model at the top is this club mm-hmm. where we pull them straight out of school, almost like an after-school environment, We feed them every time because if a student's hungry, they're not gonna pay attention to our content or they're not gonna pay attention to really how you try to love them if they're hungry and and hurting. Mm. So we feed them, we love on them, we let them play games, basketball, dodgeball. We don't Mm. want them to get hurt, but we do get a little (laughs) edgy. Uh, And then we start to create small group environments. Mm. Uh, Each of those small groups, we need um, ministry leaders. So I'm really looking for, uh, some adult and young adult leaders who have a heart for the younger generation, have the patience for the younger generation, mm-hmm. and want to start to raise up some of this indigenous leadership. Um, discipleship is is priority number one. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to uh, meet them where they are, introduce them to Jesus, but then not leave them alone because yeah. we we know once you you know uh, you have that conversion, if you leave someone alone. <laughs> yeah, you just got them in the deep end uh, yeah. in the craziest storm ever, um, expecting them to 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 make it out. So it's
0: like leaving the baby on the doorstep. You it, know, exactly. you know, you have you birth this this new life in Christ, and then you just leave them, and that's an abysmal state. Uh, let me go back to the issue of um, the time sequences, so everybody understands. When we're talking about time, we're talking about five days a week, like, you know, the 180-day school year, right? Yep, yep, okay. Yep. So you're needing people
1: there Monday to Friday? So not exactly Monday to Friday. So okay. we'll have a club date. Um, it's going to be Mondays this okay. year. Um, so that's kind of the big mass group where I'll probably need 20 to 30 different ministry leaders. Okay. Um, and then these small groups will start to take place uh, probably in a couple months from now. Uh, once we identify the students and the key leaders. So I could envision um, one ministry leader having five students that they focus on all year long, um, follow them to games, even have dinner with their families, and the opportunity presents itself to really build that relationship. Hmm. Um, And then once students go through that, then we have a specific leadership Program that uh, Danny Marquez, mm-hmm. uh, my buddy at Crisis City Life, um, he he designed and it's called Alpha, and that's really mm-hmm. taking the leaders of the students and putting them on this discipleship track. Um, so yeah, there's, I mean, there's needs five days a week because when there's not a club space, it's in the schools, mm-hmm. in the various schools, and just connecting with teachers, connecting with. Students at lunch, um, before school, after school, uh, whenever you know you see a kid, there's an opportunity. Okay. Do you have you?
0: So let me just maybe ask an obvious question. You're probably ten miles down the road from me on this, but yeah, um, you meeting with uh, the ministry leaders on campus. They're all aware of you know the opportunities for students to become invested
1: during the week.
0: You know so, the other ministries.
1: Actually, that's somewhat new. Okay, so great question. Uh, so last year it was really a focus on college ministry mm-hmm. and walking with uh, many of those college students and just being like a big brother and, mm-hmm. you know, hanging on the word of, of God and whatever decisions they're going through, trying to figure out and navigate their vocation to relationships to all that, just pouring into them. Mm-hmm. Those very students I'm now challenging to step across the street and get involved in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my call now is to really go back to campus, touch all the ministry leaders and some of those leadership or those students that are leaders leadership yeah. um, and really paint a vision for mm-hmm. not only this year, but what can we do for every student that's, I mean, around Butler, IPY, um, you mm-hmm. know, Ball State even, how can we get these students opportunities to engage in this community work? Right. right. Yeah,
0: it, it really stands to reason when you have what what do we have on campus 34,000 students and from them, you know, there's a whole bunch of Christians on that campus. Yeah, uh, we certainly know that and folks that are looking for a way to serve that might be uh, with young people if that's their giftedness, you know, that's a real positive way to go. I think
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, certainly uh, I'll be directing folks your way when I run across uh, students that are interested in this plus, I you know, with all the other connections I have on campus admin. Uh, counselors uh, faculty if uh, somebody mentions something like this to me then I'll certainly you know run that by them one of the things i find that's really true about not just iepy but really about indiana is the concept that of who's your hospitality mm-hmm. and i realize that there's a whole bunch of folks out there that you know maybe doing the wrong thing and doing for competition's sake or you know trying to get over on somebody whatever
1: yeah uh, but i also
0: recognize that there are good people doing good things and that's the purpose of this radio show. So uh, we're really interested in reaching out to all those of you who might be watching right now. You'll pick up the archive later on, you'll pick up the podcast, whatever the case. And then, you know, we want you to be invested in this with David and others like him who are really doing the work, the hard work really in the city. And I would emphasize that this is a hard work. This is not an easy thing. Um, Something David suggested uh, just a, a couple of minutes ago, was this issue of the privilege of really waking up in the morning to a two parent household? Mm. Honestly, you know, there's lots of different kinds of privilege, and one of them is to have two parents. Yep. and that's really a positive uh, thing, but obviously so many of them that you're invested with maybe don't have that, Yeah, and you're w- looking, looking out for them and looking for people that are wanting to reinvest in them. Yeah,
1: exactly, and I'm talking uh, really specifically to my age group, so I'm late 30s now, uh, by the grace of God I made it to see this fruitful age, and <laughs> got a lot of friends in the city. Um, I grew up and went to Lawrence School, so okay. those are Middle School, Lawrence Central. Mm-hmm. LC, shout out to anybody out there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of my friend group um, that do you know, have two parent uh, homes that they came from, that I, they might be married now with kids, some of them still might be mm-hmm. single, but a lot of them do have a heart um, and see, how, uh, see the result of our generation of parenting. I kind of lack thereof. <laughs> so right. we're we're starting to take responsibility of what happened as we took the mantle. Um, things fell through the gap, and but just like the, skirt, the the shirt that I'm wearing, I don't know if you guys can see this has transformed everything. Nice. Um, God is in the business of restoration, mm-hmm. and so when there is a need, I've been an obvious need of all these young people running around without parental guidance, without that leadership. There are a lot of young, um, you know, young millennials, even um, young professionals that do want to give back, and so we really want to kind of overexpose the opportunities that they can. Um, and so I'm, I'm meeting people, you know, out in Fishers and Carmel, and some of the mega churches that are in in the city that are really trying to adapt uh, and adopt uh, students and inner city youth. So
0: you're listening to Dave Wilkins here at uh, from central Indiana youth for Christ. We're really glad to have Dave here in the first segment. We've been talking generally about what we do at IEPUI and specifically the place and space that uh, David and his groups are inhabiting down there on MLK and Riverside in the second part of our uh, segment here today. uh, After we take a one song break, we'll come back and we want to talk a little bit more about the invo- involvement and the investment of churches something that you just brought up David mm-hmm. and I think that's a really powerful way to a good segue into the second section mm-hmm. so after one song break we'll be right back you're listening to warp and wolf radio radio next at t- TV at the cool groove site we'll be right back uh, we're still on Facebook live okay. I just want everybody always to know that so <laughs> still that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I want the I want everybody to know the mic is still hot. Still, hot. still hot. We know politicians today getting themselves in trouble for hot mics,
1: uh-huh.
0: and that no. word "hot" don't mean what it used to mean either. Very true. Oh my Very word! True. Well, I tell you, man, seriously, I would never have guessed that you were in your late thirties.
1: So, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to rock the, the young look as long as I can. Let me tell you, it happens fast. Listen, it was each I year. still thought I was a baller at 37, so I used to play in these guys 21, 22, yeah. and the first sign should have been when they said, who's checking the big old dude? <laughs> I'm looking around. I who's playing? the yeah, big yeah, old yeah, dude? Develop, yeah. I figured out it was me. <laughs> and so, you know, I just to be going out there. You know, I had tricks in the game. Yeah. Old school stuff. Wasn't just, you know, jumping eyes and all that. But, you know, then I got a rebound one time. And, you know, the old adage, it sounds like somebody kicked me. Yeah. Man, out to my Achilles madly too. It's been a downhill slide. Oh. Physically, you know, just like knowing when to give it up and yeah. say, okay, I say, yeah, Andrew, you can stay healthy and fit, but it's that rehab. That there. rehab yeah, it takes In those young boy games, I walk away. Yeah. I walk away. Yeah. 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 I used to play football and lacrosse
0: in high school. Okay. And I tell people I still miss hitting people. Oh, yeah, my mind still <laughs> Yeah, crazy. exactly. You oh, got it up gosh.
1: there. And the older I get, the better I used to be. <laughs> Come on. All yeah, the yeah right. The, the, uh, the story's going to live. Oh, nigger. At 60, I'm not yeah. going <laughs> <laughs> You know, the pearly touch of the rim 20 years ago. You played with Michael Jordan. But now, but now yeah, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. the real course, story. It's supposed to go too supposed to go to the league but some, <laughs> yeah most of my fabrication oh it's hilarious. It yeah so these these college students, man i mean they they're good and they like to talk and challenge you a little bit mm-hmm. so you know you you want to yeah. challenge back but then your body is speaking a different language <laughs> You're like, okay I, i'll coach i'll coach <laughs> oh yeah i was not. my stuff too. i'm just old you know I'm going to get wisdom. Dude. Yeah, right no, right. no more lifting. Right. No more moving stuff. Come on. Just tell you come how on. this can be done. Since starting <laughs> to do yoga and... <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> man. Oh, the 25th, man. I'm hosting this. Down the panel. Five. Nice. You want to come on with your okay. boy. Ooh, okay. Sunday evening like a 6 to 10. Sunday night? Oh, yes, okay. it's a Sunday evening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Tw- 25th? Uh, yeah, Blues is uh, supporting an uh, organization that I work with, uh, uh, Rossi. Uh, Redemption Outreach. Okay. Yeah, Demetrius. yeah, yeah. 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 Nice, so yeah. she's, this is her annual fundraiser. So she asked me to come see it, Tony Chief. On the ticket. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. And then we got three
0: national acts on
1: here.
0: So. Nice. That's really good. Well, David's going with me to the Circle City Fellows uh, kickoff. Okay. Uh, so we're really excited about that. Introducing around to some mm-hmm. new folk. And Absolutely. That Thank way. you. Thank yeah. You. Yes. And, you know, I think there's where you're going to hook up with a lot of these young professionals because they're 25 to 40. Okay. That's where the target is. Yeah. People already have a vocation. It's not like they're looking for a job. Right. Right. But they're looking to get back. That's perfect. Yeah. That's, so, perfect.
1: That's awesome. Hook my man up. Yeah, man. Thank <laughs> you. It's guy Yeah, That's you know? right. That's right. He always comes on time. That's mm-hmm. for sure. It's- I do have a problem with God's slowness from time to time. <laughs> is that say. the word patience it's like yeah. there's two sides to it when you ask for it you don't uh-huh. you don't really want right. to get the answer i'll, I'll make it uh-huh. i'll give you the patience you want we're talking <laughs>
0: practical theology folks right here right now this is what we're talking this is it right here we're old we're getting older we're old. and you know the whole slow god bit you know, <laughs> thing is really tough sometimes so
1: God, can you give me one of your watches? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I'd love can, to stay on your timetable. Yeah, table. can we
1: hook up on the, on the same schedule? Please?
0: I remember that great line in Psalm 31, 15, my times are in his hands. Mm. Oh, boy. And that's comforting, but it's also disconcerting, you know, because it's my time. I'm yes. thinking, I got to move this along. Yes. only got so much time left. To yes, yes. That
1: and I mean, when you, when you have that, that drive and that call mm-hmm. to do things. It's it's you know almost that entrepreneurial spirit. You yeah. want to create something, I wanna get people involved, I wanna see the impact and then move on. Mm-hmm. Depending on what what God wants to do with that vehicle, that right. could take ten right. years. That could take a year. Yeah. You know, so yeah. just we're talking about faith now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I read a quote, man it was so good because it was like, you think I'm this, you think I'm that you think my success is this, and then at the end, it said, You couldn't live through what it took you. <laughs> Most yeah, people, yeah, but it was powerful. because, I mean, yeah. on the real tip, you know, when you do it gracefully and endure mm. uh, some of the kicks and some of the pain, like we were talking about yesterday, when you have to endure it and people don't know what you've been through, mm-hmm. but they see you and think, Oh, I can do it. Yeah, no, okay. Beware. Yeah, let me apply for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a job description. That's right. You want to
0: take a quick picture? Usually, get a picture All right, right here. God. God. Yeah.
1: First of yes, sir. God. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We'll
0: come back in with the church discussion.
1: Yeah.
0: We are back. Warp and Roof Radio, Radio Next Step TV at the Cool Brew site. Come to you every Wednesday from 11 to 11.50. Getting interviews with great Christian folk around Indianapolis. Today we're privileged to have David Wilkins here with us working for Central Indiana Youth for Christ. And down on the Riverside MLK corner of things and uh, the high schools that he works with there. We've uh, talked a little bit about that, his place and space there in the first segment. In the second segment now, we want to transition a little bit. And talk about the importance of the church mm. and then maybe churches, and how do we get churches invested in the
1: process and the concerns that you have? Yeah, no, I, I think it's fantastic. So, yeah. one of the things I want to start with is um, when I came on board with the CCO, the Coalition for Christian Outreach, they're a parachurch ministry. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much don't move or place anyone on campus until there's a local church that partners with them. Right. So I started to see behind the curtain of uh, a specific church, Woodruff Place Baptist Church. Um, shout out to Pastor Ron and Pastor mm-hmm. Joey doing great work. They just have a heart for IEPY, just being seven minutes from campus. Um, and to tell you the truth, they weren't necessarily ready to receive mm-hmm. college students or really how to engage with them well. Mm-hmm. Um, So they needed young people to kind of step in to kind of bridge the gap. Um, But this year has been so fruitful Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, adapting and learning how to connect well. Um, From the older generation experience to the the young generation. Mm -hmm. I think the call for churches now is to step into that. more. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think as a whole we're seeing folks in our generation aren't necessarily running to the pulpit, running Mm -hmm. to become pastors, running to become missionaries. So when we're looking at the structure of the church, it's a little, it's not scarce Mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. There's amazing churches out there thriving and doing some great work in the city, but at the same time, there's a need to get young people through the door. Um, And a lot of times I think, in my experience, and this is just mine, so I don't wanna speak for anyone else, I think it's been more the, the doors of the church are open. Come on in. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to kind of reverse that, and the people of, within the church and the congregation yes. need yeah. to flood the streets mm-hmm. and identify ways that Freak we can, down. you know, bring them into. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give you a altar. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So yeah, just just seeing how Woodruff is kind of transformed in this year, mm. and they're, uh, and it wasn't. The easiest thing because i mean you're talking about changing culture now you are yeah. talking about we we are we normally focus on the folks that are uh you know coming to our sunday schools and coming to worship with us which that doesn't include the young generation so they've had to kind of step down with what they're what they're used to mm-hmm. and pray for patience and mm-hmm. and um you know the the right uh, heart and spirit to uh, engage young people well. So, um, yeah, I've seen a, I've seen a lot of cool churches that have started to kind of turn their sights to IEPY and partnering with specific high schools. Mm-hmm. Even I just think that should be a call, um, not only to the mega churches that have resources and have twenty different departments to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a call for the small churches that there's only 15 people meeting at you. Yep. That's there's, right. there's people that are around your facility that need you um, and a lot of times they're scared to come into mm-hmm. the church you know, the house, the community, or the, the house of God so
0: there have been uh, a lot of times in my life in fact you know my wife and I have worked 60 years in Christian school education between the two of us okay. um, and I've come to the place in my life where I've recognized that in this generation for this time one of the greatest needs that we have is to be where everybody is in the public. So for me, the obvious then connection as an academic is to be in the academy because that's what I do, that's where I function, that's how I think. And so for me to be there is like, that's my gift, that's where God's placed me to be, I love it there, I love to think those thoughts and go to those classes and whatever else. So that's really important to recognize that we need to be where the people are in the public sphere. So the more that we can be invested in the high schools, the more we can be invested in the colleges, the more we can be invested in government, whatever the case, wherever people are in their vocations, we need to be there. And then I think within the church, the training of people within the church to actually know, hey, how do I address the business concerns of people? How do I address educational concerns? How do I address agricultural concerns? Or maybe there's the issue of transport and transportation. I mean, transportation, this is like a hub. Indianapolis is like a hub for transportation.
1: Yeah. So how do I begin to think about that Christianly and help my people in my church to do that? That's fantastic. Yeah, I think there's a lot of cool, uh, there's some cultures out there mm-hmm. that almost have the house of God be the community center. Uh-huh. So school is you know handling the necessity subjects mm-hmm. but the church is teaching students how to weld how to cook how to uh, clean how to build and construct things and you're you're worshiping but you're also training mm-hmm. the next generation so um i've also seen a skill set enter uh, the space as well so when you invite young people in you know they know everything about technology, social media, yep. marketing, and all kind of stuff. So when we look at them as maybe one young pe- one person that we want to disciple, well, they can also step in and teach us how mm-hmm. to engage the community in a better way, how to attract more more folks into worship. So,
0: and one of the things that strikes me as I hear you talking about those things is maybe we ought to quit building buildings, or we ought to quit uh, really. Uh, Focus so much of our money on buildings that just have seats in them. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should focus our attention on buildings that don't have seats, that have open-ended spaces, so that those spaces can then be multi-used throughout the week. Man, so
1: I'm (laughs) going to drop a bomb. Come on, now, (laughs) Bring it. I watched a sermon yesterday that was really talking about the true trust that we have in our Lord and Savior. You know when we're talking about a small seat versus a big seat we kind of logically say well i'm a little bit bigger of a guy so i'm gonna trust this large seat for me it is going to hold me however the small seat is what god might want you to be sitting in um, so we don't i never know the vehicle but it's the challenge to truly trusting the path that god has a uh, journey on and about four years ago I got a crazy dream to build an amusement park for the kingdom. Oh wow. So almost like a Cedar Point, but every ride has a really cool biblical story and some way to like Ah, engage the folks that are there. And to your exact point, we have some very beautiful churches out there. We have some people that are building three and four different uh, sites and things of that Mm -hmm. nature. If we could come together as a kingdom, Kind of share our resources and and look at what ideas we could tackle as a kingdom. We could have different facilities, different activities, marathons for Christ. We could have different things that engage our community in a way that they might not enter any one specific church, but they're getting the gospel. That's right. And if we look at the testimony of Jesus Christ himself, there's very little done in the temple. Like, it was all the streets at the well, uh, you know, folks breaking in homes, busting the roof. I mean, what can we do to get to this man? So, I think we can create that. I mean, I I really believe, um, you know, that the students that I know on IEPY's campus, um, some of them have met you, some of them haven't. But if there was an opportunity to engage you in a way that, like, hey, you know, Mark, I'm definitely going to do that. Uh, this semester. Hey Mark is usually up by caribou coffee. Any questions you have, go pour in to that man and, and add, have him pour into you. Um, they're gonna come run. Yeah, me. okay. They're interested. They're engaged. Yeah, I'm uh, really they really I'm ready. Uh, want that. So I just think we should really try to focus on yeah. what this generation needs. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different than 20 years ago. Right. You know, I think we should just really try to um, not become the world. Mm-hmm. We are in the world. And we need to kind of uh, play with those boundaries in a, in right. a biblical way, right. but get creative. He gave us a creative brain to use technology, to use um, how these millennials and young folks think. So let's, let's go after them. Go a different
0: route. That's actually the reason why at Comenius we don't have uh, weekly meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am on campus, and I want to be where they are with the questions they have instead of me trying to teach them something that yeah. you know so that's what we do there, yeah. and that you know with coffee right available, I mean you know everybody loves the yeah. caffeinated these days, yeah uh, those kinds of things really present themselves in a different kind of way, plus there's the academic challenge that many of these young people face they don't have the background or the theological depth, the training to know how to navigate those waters sometimes yeah. And so that really does matter. And I love the idea of this whole idea of opening up spaces. So, you know, you dropped a bomb. I'm going to drop a different do kind it, of bomb. Here we go. <laughs> <Here's>, <laughs> yeah, we're going to drop bombs today. Here it is. I really think that the church would be well utilized during the week if it had a coffee bar on one side of the space and a bar on the other side of the space. Come on. Beer and wine in the night, in the evening, and you have coffee during the day.
1: Come on, man!
0: Yeah. It, it was said here first.
1: That's right. There's gonna that's be right. one church <laughs> that's gonna take it and run <laughs> for it, and, and I think, uh, and it's and it's for anyone out there who's like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's blasphemy, or they're reacting, <laughs> guys. Jesus, and uh, I, you can probably uh pull the scripture out, but he became all things for all people, mm-hmm. and. There is a a part of our population that likes to be in these comfortable entertaining environments where they like to listen to music. They like to be in spaces where their walls come down. Yes. Um, And so we want to stimulate conversation, not just about Christ, about life, about what you're going through, um, family issues, abuse, addiction, positive stuff, success stories. Um, And then God's all in that. And we can, we can uh, really get to the guy conversation when uh, it's time. But I think creating a different environment will invoke some different things. And I do know of a pastor who uh, is now a pastor in Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Uh, he actually started a small group that was in a brewery. Yeah. And then that turned into a life group that turned into. Uh, he, he he now has a church um, that he's doing really well, but he was in a brewery for probably about six months. Yeah, and that was you know there was people talking good and bad about and that approach, but it was growing, uh, and I think he saw a lot of fruit. So,
0: I honestly think that if Jesus were here today, he would be on the street corner with the prostitutes and then the bars with the drunks. Yeah. You know, if somebody's going to go to where the people are, those those are the places. One of the ideas uh, for this, you know just talking about some of what we're talking about concerning space is uh, there was a book written in 1989. I'm going to forget the author's name right now, but it was called The Great Good Place. Mm. And it said that everybody has three places. They have their home, they have their work, and then they have a third place. Mm. And the third place is where they go to congregate, they go to play, they go to, you know, unstress, uh, whatever. And for some people, it's going to be a bar. For some people, it's going to be a coffee house. For some people, it's going to be uh, the gym, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but we have to be in those spaces and in those places with those folks because that's what Jesus did, right? The whole concept of the incarnation yep. yep. kind of makes that yep. come to reality there.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so I you mentioned it earlier, but the theology of place is important. Mm-hmm. And in my younger years, I didn't realize that. I was super spontaneous and moving and kind of like a nomad. Yeah. I'm going where the wind blows. and mm-hmm. where I think my passion's telling me to go and the Lord just told me, slow down, like get rooted. We need to connect and build relationships. And to do kingdom work, I think' it's, it's that. We need to not just care about ourselves. This generation right now is all about love on me first and you know and don't worry about anybody's opinions and all that kind of stuff. Guys, we need to have a, a humble posture. Of love towards others, mm-hmm. and that's homeless, that's to the stranger, that's to uh, the person that has different political views than us. But I think the theology of place is saying that I'm going to stay here. We're going to love all the people that are here. I'm going to invest in this community, mm-hmm. and whether good or bad, we're going to do this together. That's right. Um, and there's a lot of people who would say, "Oh, you know what? There's." that one bad thing going on, Mm -hmm. peace, I'm going to the next city. Mm -hmm. Well, what good can we do if we're always leaving the trouble areas? Um, There's going to be trouble everywhere. Yeah.
0: Just in case somebody out there doesn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) There's trouble everywhere. There's
1: no trouble in San Diego. Oh, Uh, yeah, Make it to San Diego. (laughs) You'll be good. Oh, my word.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is a really uh, an important concept, I think, for everybody to get a hold of. I'm thinking about You know a book I read yesterday about uh, disability and mission and one of the stories in the book was about this woman who gave 56 years of her life to live and stay in one place Mm. uh, in one of the provinces of India I'm thinking about a guy like Jim Striedelmeyer who's been on the show here numerous times here's a white pastor in uh, inner city on 10th Street Uh, he says to his people that he is poor to minister to the poor Mm. you know this is the kind of person uh, the kind of people that invest in a place and they stay there for a very long time. That really matters. So, uh, you know, we've been, Robin and I have been in Indianapolis for 15 years. People ask us, are we gonna, you know, move someplace else? I tell them, no, I don't want to go any place else. I want to stay here. I want the rootedness to continue. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that your nomad days are over. You stay yeah. here a long time, brother, you and you know, be with us for a while, even though you wear Blackhawks hats, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. It's only
1: three hours away, It's okay. I catch a game. You got cubby
0: tats on you. <laughs>
1: on your arm over here I saw, I saw that I saw that yeah yeah uh, yeah I definitely think it's a uh, um, definitely a part of my maturity process uh, in Christ and just seeing the importance of investing in mm-hmm. a space and through good and bad I mean we're the whole city of Indianapolis right now is undergoing gentrification they're undergoing and it's a beautiful city if you guys aren't from here if you are in Chicago or elsewhere come to Indianapolis and see what's going on because it's it's a really cool city, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of gentrification happening, and if Mark and others that have been here weren't here to help transition folks, all you're gonna see is the poor, unfortunately, probably displaced, mm-hmm. and uh, alongside with that is the spiritual aspect of formation and connectivity, because uh, things change, people move, and um, and that's how churches close, and right. you know, millions pop up, and nobody knows yeah. what to trust anymore because right. everything's out of whack. And this
0: really kind of goes back to something you know, we've kind of ping ponged around a, a bit here on the show today, and that is the issue of patience and the slowness of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we want everything done yesterday. I mean, I, I raised my hand to that, I know that's true for me, me too. too. <laughs> Uh, I, in fact, I wrote an essay in one of my books entitled "The
1: Slowness of God." Yeah. So I need to go back and read that essay every day. <laughs> I think to myself, <laughs> I think he, I think he hit it on the head. You know, it's dealing with patience, how to deal with patience. It's easy to say, like, come on, you know, be patient, wait on the Lord. How to do it is just like how we're supposed to stay in the Word daily. Mm-hmm. We need those daily reminders, those daily affirmations that says that God is paying attention to you. He hears your prayers, be steadfast, be faithful, Mm and he's going to show up. And someone made a point maybe two years ago, said, to this point, I think I was complaining. I think I was probably complaining. He's like, to this point, when did God not show up for you? Yeah, And I'm like. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was trying to think of of a a rhyme or reason or justification or an example and I couldn't because the truth is he always shows up and we're still living and breathing he's showing up Mm -hmm. so um, yeah just to be just to to slow down a bit to open our eyes more to be aware of the people that are around us and to ask the question how can we do more how can we love more I think he's going to fill our plate with stuff. We don't have. He's not going to. We're not going to need to find things. He's going to give us stuff to do. And for both of us, you know, we're a generation apart,
0: uh, but that doesn't matter. What matters is that we're both investing in the next generation. Mm. And so our time and talent and energy is going into people that are going to be following us. I. I mean, I think about that all the time. You know, we're at different age group and different age groups, but. Uh, I know that you're concerned about the people that are following you. I'm concerned about the people following me. The whole concept, of course, comes out of places like Second Corinthians 11, 1, where Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. And yeah. Those kinds of things are really important. Yeah. If you had, and which is what I'm going to give you, 30 seconds okay. to kind of finalize, you know, thoughts. Hey, you know, I want everybody to leave today hearing this comment. Yeah. You know, what would it be?
1: Yeah. Jesus loves you. It's not going to be easy, but Jesus loves you and it's worth it. And get involved, please. There's so many different levels um, within the church building, um, on the mission field. It can be far in Haiti. It can also be right in your backyard. Hmm. So there are real needs, um, and I, I would love to identify folks out there that want to be ministry leaders, that want to be a part of the Riverside MLK area and pour into these Amazing youth that God is chasing. So um, come and join me. Um, if there's probably links to my site, hit me with a message. Uh, my number is 407-680-5409. Give me a call, text me. Um, I would love to connect and do some kingdom kingdom work.
0: So they and they can find you on the C-I-Y-C-F, is that right? C-I-Y-F-C. F-C. Dot org. There you yep. go. And I, cause I saw your picture of that last night. I was checking you out. Yeah. You know? So
1: yeah. Yeah, I got a little profile on there. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> now I'm not the, so I'm the newcomer. Just so you guys know, there's people that I work with at this chapter of Youth for Christ that have been there for over, I think Alec has been there 27 years mm. as the executive director. A lot of the great people that, um. I'm partnered with to do kingdom work. So you can find out about their different ministries as well. And there's a, there's a lot in the city. That's the cool thing. There's a lot of different homeless ministries There's a lot of different ministries that are in mentoring, that are in sports, that are in all types of different things. So if you don't know of them, start asking pastors, start asking some of the community leaders that you know of, uh, and they're going to hook you up. You've been listening to David Welkins,
0: Youth for Christ, C.I yfc.org i got it i got it straight that time make sure to hit him up and make sure to, to check out what you might be able to do at youth for christ in the inner city at mlk and riverside at least this is where david is There's, they've got ministries across the spectrum in indianapolis you've been listening to warp and woof radio RadioNext.tv at the cool groove site we come to you every wednesday from 11 to 11:50, sponsored by the cominius institute Go check out our webpage at cominiusinstitute.org or .com or go to my personal website, warpandwoof.org. That's W-A-R-P-A-N-D-W-O-O-F.org to find all of the kinds of things that you can find there. Sermons, videos, podcasts, essays. There's over a thousand of those things on my personal website. We have a tremendous amount of data on the Cominius website. Go check us out. Next week, we'll be back again. And until then, we'll see you.